Hi, and welcome to the Alliance, a Survivor Game podcast. I'm Ryan, the host slash game runner of Alliance. Join me as I talk to players from the second season, Chattern, about their time in the game. Today, I'll be talking to the fifth boot, Allie, about being thrown under the bus and finding a welcoming community. I'm joined today by the fifth person voted out of Alliance Chattern and the tenth placed finisher from that season, um, Allie, and I'm excited to talk to her about her time in the game. Hi, Allie. Hey, Ryan. How's it going tonight? I'm doing well. Doing well. Uh, so, I guess I guess I'll start by asking you. Um, I don't know, what made you apply to play this in the first place? Uh, <laughs> well, I had never done anything like this ever. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I saw it come up, I had only been with FML for maybe a year. And I was real quiet, kept to myself, figured out the game on my own. And I thought, maybe, just maybe... It'd be a chance to get to meet people and kind of break out of that loner shell. Mm-hmm. And so I saw the application and I was like, I'm going to go for it. And I sent it in and then I went, I hope he doesn't pick me. I hope he doesn't pick me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in all reality, um, I, I do watch the reality shows probably not as intensely as a lot of y'all do. So I did know what Survivor was. That's a good start. But if you asked me about us, about pretty much any player, I wouldn't have a whole lot I could actually tell you. <laughs> that's okay. That's that's more than some of the people that, that, <laughs> that apply. That's... You're on a better better footing than a couple of couple of people in the past. At least sure. a couple. <laughs> yes. Uh, so that uh, I don't know. Do you think, uh, you know, without I guess getting into too many specific details yet, do you think that playing in this season and then I guess ultimately what you know being a viewer in subsequent seasons has done, has accomplished what you would hope it ha- it would when you applied. Uh, well, yeah, I, I, I can honestly say that uh, it, it has accomplished a, a lot more than what I anticipated. That's good. So no regrets. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> Except for getting voted out. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, so you, you didn't, um, you didn't watch any part of the first season, I believe. Is that right? That is correct. Uh, so when, uh, you know, beside, beyond knowing kind of the basics about how Survivor, the show works, um, I don't know, what, did you, did you, I don't remember, I don't know if you looked back at the first season uh, before Chattern began, or if you kind of just, I don't know, went into it expecting there'll be games, photo people out, and maybe I'll make some friends and kind of go from there. 
I, I did go back and look at some of it uh, very confusingly because I had no idea, number one, what I was looking at. Right. And it really didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But I did see, you know, I, I did kind of read on some of it and try to kind of get the gist of what was going on. And I saw, you know, I read some of the challenges and stuff. But at that point of looking at it, knowing I didn't, understand a damn thing i was looking at i just gave it up and said i'm just going to go for broke and see what happens <laughs> all right well uh so it's about a year and about two weeks ago as of this recording that chattern began um we had 14 people uh you were placed on the original torpe tribe and uh, you were there with AP, Bob Blah Blah, Bot Bot, Chris, uh, Noah, and Lola. Uh, so, I don't know. Like, did you get what were your kind of first impressions of your tribe, your other players, the game itself? Um, trying to get to know everybody was, uh, I think, one of my main goals. I wanted to be able to talk to people and get to know them and see if I could get a feel for what they thought about the games as well. Mm -hmm. And, uh, of course, AP was probably the first person to contact me and talk to me and wanted to have an alliance. And, I mean, it just kind of went fast and furious. And I, of course, on the other side was talking to Lola and it was kind of a hit and miss on our conversation. So I, you know, it just, it was really difficult to, to really get to know people, but, uh, I did talk to bot quite a bit before I screwed up and, uh, the rest of it was kind of over time talking to people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, a lot would kind of be made of your relationship with AP, uh, throughout the game. Uh, especially when we get to the swap. Uh, but I, I, I guess, I don't know if you think that, I, I, I don't know if, the, you know, you, um, I, I asked you in your, in your exit interview about what you would have done differently if you, to, to kind of avoid that fate. And, and you mentioned a couple of different things. Uh, but one of the things you mentioned was uh, to not listen to your gut as much. I don't no, know. I wanted to listen to my gut more. Okay. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Just the opposite of that. <laughs> I wanted to listen to my gut more because there was times when my gut was saying one thing and listening to other people was totally different. And I think that the game would have been a lot different had I listened to my gut on certain occasions. Okay. Very, that's, I think... <laughs> I think, I mean, that's kind of the, the, the biggest push and pull for a lot of people is, you know, oh, well, this, when somebody tells it to me in a certain way, I can understand how that makes sense. But then there's another part of you that's like, wait a second, I don't, I don't know if I want to do that. Yes. You know, your head and your gut kind of pushing and pulling you almost at every single crossroads. Uh, and I, I went through that a lot. I don't know if people really thought that I knew the game or knew what I was getting into or really knew the people that I was with, but I didn't know anybody. Mm -hmm. In all reality, as far as 
connections with FML or anything else, I had not a clue who people were. I had no clue about anything in the past or anything they had done. I didn't know anything. So it was all totally new for me. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and did you have any, you know, you said you were very quiet on the FML side of things as you'd been playing, but were you at all, I don't know, lurking or reading throughout the chatter? Uh, I don't know if maybe you recognized somebody's name seeing it there or not. Yeah, I... I mean, I did go through and look at the chatter and, and occasionally, you know, I would see names. Um, let's see, anybody on our team? You know, not that many people that we were playing with at the time was anybody I truly had seen a lot of uh, names with. I mean, mm -hmm. um, I'll be honest, Penny, she was probably somebody that I read more about. And, and then the... Um, a couple of people that wrote articles and stuff. Um, I used to read their articles and stuff, uh, before I would make my picks. And so, you know, that's more along the lines of people that I would have known a name gotcha. and most of them were actually viewers. Mm -hmm. That's true. But, uh, as far as who I played with, not really. <laughs> Okay, yeah, there's uh, there's quite a bit of that in uh, talking to the other people from your season. Um, and uh, I'll admit, there were a lot of people playing that I wasn't familiar with at all. Uh, so, all right, so you met, your, you met, your, uh, met the rest of your tribe, um, quick early bond with AP, and, and to a lesser extent, some of the other players. Uh, and then you get to your the first immunity challenge, which was the check-in challenge. And I don't know, you, uh, you were one of the four people on your tribe that checked in the maximum amount of times you could have for this challenge. Uh, it was you, Lola, AP, and Chris, who all got a perfect 12 on this one. Uh, so you, you were up all day <laughs> for almost 24 straight hours, or at least long enough to uh, check in every other hour as needed. I don't know. How, I've never had to do a check-in challenge, so what, I don't know, did, was that out of the ordinary for you? I feel like you've said in the past that you're up a lot anyway. Uh, yeah. So so maybe it wasn't as out I, of the ordinary? It wasn't out of the ordinary. I mean, I usually only sleep maybe four hours a night. Um, so not sleeping, going through the challenge just to make sure that we had our check-ins the way we should and to make sure that we didn't miss one. Um, it was good for me, but I can guarantee you at the end of it, when I finally said, okay, guys, I'm out of here. I'm going to sleep. Uh, I did go to sleep, but I only slept for about four hours, but it was the best sleep ever. Oh, good. Well earned. Well earned. Well earned. <laughs> um, you, your tribe won that challenge by just two points, so every point mattered um, across everybody. Uh, so that's unfortunately going to be the only immunity challenge that Torpe wins um, <laughs> as we go through this. But it, I, I mean, I don't know. It, it's, it's still something. And being the first challenge, I think, gives it a little extra oomph, if it make if that makes any sense. It does. Yeah, you started you started off on the right foot, and then proceeded to 
trip and stumble the rest of the way. Um, so, all right, so challenge is over. You get another, you know, get a day or so to kind of unwind and uh, not worry. You don't have to go to travel council or anything like that. Um, and then, so, I don't know, was... Was, did it end up kind of just being an extension of the first day or so, still getting to know people, or were strategy conversations starting to happen already? Uh, if you can remember. Uh, Lord have mercy, and I've <laughs> even read through it. Uh, it. It was a little bit of a very little strategy, um, more talking about who are they going to vote off, who do you think it's going to be back and forth, you know, and stuff like that. But also people were getting into the uh, sub channels and just <laughs> doing whatever, dig, 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 <laughs> swim, whatever. I mean, you know, everybody just kind of went crazy. And I'll be honest with you, I had no idea what a command was at that point. So it was a lot of watching and, and hoping for the best things and, trying to learn something along the way. Yep. Yep. There was no, uh, no kind of, uh, introduction to commands in Chattern. Nope. So everyone was really out on their own, uh, which is kind of how survivor works. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we go to the next challenge, which was the emoji movies challenge. And, uh, I don't know. You sat out of this challenge for Torpe. I did. I don't remember with that. Was that something that you volunteered? Was that a consensus decision or how that came to happen? Well, as much as people really thought I was lying about having computer issues, my uh, internet was sketchy mm -hmm. and it would fade in and it would fade out or it would just completely just drop off. And, uh, so I sat out on this one, number one, because of uh, internet issues. And the second reason was because I thought emojis, holy shit, <laughs> I'm not an emoji talker and <laughs> I've learned a lot about them since, but I'm, you know, I wasn't, you know, that sure of them. Mm -hmm. And the other guys seemed to be more interested in doing it. So I was like, okay, I'll be the one that sits out this time. Okay. Uh, I don't remember if you were able to spectate that challenge or not, um, but do, did you have a chance to like look at it and see like what was actually being asked of the players and, and how it actually worked out? I did go through it, and I did look at it uh, over the last few days, uh, trying to <laughs> refresh my memories on everything, and uh, I don't remember being able to watch it. Um so there wasn't like a, an immediate reaction as it was happening. But when I look back at some of the other stuff, it was like I was so glad that I was sitting out on that one because I would have I would have lost it for them. <laughs> OK, that, that was kind of where I was leading to see if you think you could have done well or not at it. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Torpy ends up narrow loss, uh, just a single point. Uh, but it's a reward challenge, and so uh, Fenura gets to steal, kidnap a player from your tribe for about 24 hours, um, and uh, so they get they they steal AP from you guys. Uh, what did you have any immediate thoughts on on that decision on what that meant at all? 
Uh, well, I think my first thought was why. <laughs> and it wasn't anything really that was against him. It was just like, it, you know, did they think he was the leader? I mean, that was part of the conversations, I think, that was going around at the time. You know, did they think he was the one that was leading the pack and that's the reason they took him or, or what? And so um, when they when they stole him and they were really cocky about it, you know, can I say goodbye? <laughs> no. You know, and it was like, huh, you know, I wonder what they're planning with this. And then the, the suspicion kicks in and you wonder, does he have friends on the other tribe? Is that the reason they took him? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you got those conflicting thoughts going through your head. Right. Uh, yeah, so he, he's gone from your side for until the start of the next challenge. Um, and so, me, meanwhile, AP ends up over there and, you know, starts a DM channel with everybody, uh, you know, try, trying to talk to as many people as he, as he possibly can, as quickly as he can. Uh, if you had been the person they had taken and i don't know if you kind of had had run this scenario through in your head at the time like well, what if it's me uh you know do you did you have any idea of like how you would approach you know being in that other camp and and you know uh conversing with those other players uh well honestly i would have loved to have been that person i was would love to have gotten to know um paste mm-hmm. and don't ask me why, because it was just that one of those gut feelings that I had. And I wanted, I would have loved to have been able to got, get to know her better. But, um, yeah, the scenario did run through my head. Would I have done things differently? Probably wouldn't have opened up DMs with anybody. I would have just sat there in, in camp and, and tried to chat with people and see if they would answer me back. I probably would have not extended it past that unless they wanted to do a DM. Okay. <clears throat> So, uh, AP comes back, and now you've got another immunity challenge. Uh, this is the listen challenge. So, one person from each tribe is uh, verbally describing various uh, words slash phrases that everyone else is trying to input as a command. Uh, so, uh, the list of commands was started with as simply as exclamation point red, and eventually ended up with exclamation point you know, at first I was afraid. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica, Monster Mash, etc. Uh, another close loss for Torpe, as as will kind of be the running theme. Uh, I don't know how much you remember this challenge. Um, Noah was the big one on your side. He ended up getting seven of the ten commands uh, first for you guys, uh, but it was not quite enough. Uh, AP. I don't remember exactly. I think AP kind of put himself out there to be your caller. Um, maybe that's maybe I'm misremembering. I'm not sure, but uh, I don't know. Do you? <laughs> uh, do you remember at all this challenge and then kind of how it felt for you? Well, I know that um, with him being gone, we kind of knew that there was something coming up, and you know just kind of trying to get a feel for things and that, you know, nobody really wanted to step up and be anything. I didn't want to be the caller. Mm-hmm. I had the crappiest internet. I knew I didn't want to be a caller. Uh, and I'm too quiet. Well, I used to be so quiet. Uh, you know, talking like that would have just 
made me a nervous wreck. But uh, I think I kind of pushed him into it. <laughs> you know, you're the only one here that can possibly get this done. Just, you know, you're supposed to be the leader. Let's get this in the movement and you just step up like you're supposed to. Yeah. And he did. Yeah. I mean, you know, he, he did. He didn't. He did a decent job. Um, yes. I think I think he might have incurred a penalty uh, by saying one of the words or, or not. I don't I'd have to go back through the challenge and, and see if that's the case. I know somebody did. I don't remember if it was AP or Mr. Dave. I think it was. I thought I've read that. So, yeah. Um, But yeah. So, you know, you guys miss by you know, a few seconds, and uh, now you get to go to your first tribal council. So, you know, I'm guessing it ended up, it's a very different vibe at camp as soon as you re, as soon as you know that you're going to be heading to tribal council. Is that right? Oh, it definitely, I think, sent a couple of people into panic mode. A couple of people didn't want to talk about it, and some were just like, just tell me who you want me to vote for. And it was like, could you just get a straight in? I mean, I'm not somebody that wants to hash over stuff over and over and over and over. Mm -hmm. Let's discuss it. Let's make a decision. Let's stick to it. And don't wait two hours and come back and say, oh, I thought about this. What about this? What about this? And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. So there was, there was just, a lot of people that were a little bit more laid back and a lot of people that are a lot more aggressive and it, it was kind of hard to know who to trust. Yeah, I'm sure, you know, it's, I think something we see often is how the first time a tribe goes to tribal council, there's a couple of kind of items on the agenda. Like everyone wants it to be a unanimous vote. Everyone wants to kind of single one person out, uh, whether they did bad at a challenge, whether they're just not really very present or available, um, something to make it really easy so that it can kind of feel like no one's feelings need to get heard and, you know, this, that, and the other thing. Um, and it kind of ends up being that uh, the choice for your tribe was Bob in this scenario. <laughs> oh, we don't even want to go on that one, do we? <laughs> Um, I think it was actually supposed to be bought, and that's when I had my fupa when mm. I was talking. I thought I was talking to uh, Bob, and I was telling him our vote was supposed to be bought, and I was talking to bot. Yep. And that kind of messed up a probably a, a strong relationship uh, as far as alliances would have went. I mean. I tried to dig my way out of the hole, and Bot knows I did try to dig my way out of the hole, but I finally ended up confessing the truth mm -hmm. and apologizing to him, and we got to talking, and I realized that he wasn't he wasn't a bad kid. I mean, he was actually one of the better ones that uh, I had been talking to, and uh, that's, not a, that's not a slap against anybody, mm -hmm. but... Uh, you know, just getting to know him better, that actually created more conversation for us. Well, that's good. Did, did, it didn't happen. <laughs> did, did you know how young he was at the time? Yeah, he told me his age. Yeah, okay. And uh, I knew, I mean, 
you know, the mama instinct kicks in because he's, he was young. And, you know, I, at that stage, it was kind of like you want to protect him, you know, mm-hmm. give him a chance. He's that young <laughs> coming into this, you know, give him a chance to prove that he's got what it takes to, to make yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a very different, uh, potentially a very different season if none of that happens and Bot is the one that's voted out because he makes it to the finals. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, the reason Bob ended up getting voted out is because in my um, naivety, of not really knowing that much, you know, he came to me and warned me about AP. And since I had made the alliance with AP, I went and told him about it. And that's where it kind of changed things. Mm-hmm. So. So, uh, so going into that tribal, did you think that you had all, all other six votes against Bob? No, uh, honestly, I think that um, it was a, I, I think that there was still, um, somebody was wanting to vote Chris, and I thought Lola was going to be voting with us, um, so yeah, you know, there was still a couple out there that that we weren't sure how it was going to play out, but uh, we knew we had at least three, if not four votes. Okay. Uh, so then when, so the votes come out and, you know, Bob, 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 uh, Bob ends up voting for Chris, uh, but there's a vote for Allie yeah. in that pile, which uh, I'm, sh- I'm guessing you weren't expecting at all. Uh, no, I wasn't expecting that, but I thought, I had thought at the time that it might've been Bob, Mm-hmm. but yeah. uh this 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 one errant vote it ends up being a, a, a huge implicator for a couple of different players uh, because you say you, you know you in, initially thought it might have been Bob but eventually blame for this vote lands on Noah if I'm remembering correctly uh, that could be possible I, that I don't remember <laughs> okay uh, but yeah because. I think Lola said something to the effect of, you know, not wanting to vote out Bob for whatever the reason she'd been told people were voting for Bob. Uh, and so she ends up throwing her vote on you instead. Yes. Uh, but, and I, I, I remember it being kind of a like, well, who voted for Allie? Who voted for Allie? And then no one really knew. And, and everyone that anyone was accused, accusing or even mentioning it to was like, well, it wasn't me including Lola. So <laughs> it yeah. doesn't, it, and I was really surprised at, um, finding out it was her, but, uh, you know, at the time I thought that Lola and I had the Alliance that we had started at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she was the last person I actually would have thought of. Yeah. Um, it was a, I don't know. I, I just, from a viewer's perspective, I remember it being a very like, big question mark like what is happening why did that happen type of a moment but it also it felt like it was like okay well all right it didn't really affect anything but it kind of did affect a bunch of things ultimately actually i think it affected the rest of the game 
Yeah. <laughs> it I, really I, I, I agree. Um, okay. So drama tribal council, you got to vote cast against you. Um, then we have another immunity challenge and this is the scavenger hunt. I think a lot Love of people, that. a lot of people enjoyed the scavenger hunt. Yes. Uh, you, you, you had, um, so let's see, I broke it down here. You ended up getting five items for your side. Right. Uh, totaling 16 points. That was second only to AP on your side. Um, and uh, yeah, or, there was a swap in here. Where is it in the key events? <laughs> there was uh, a swap that happened. I'm sorry. Your swap, the swap you won. The swap I won, yes. <laughs> yes, uh, the bidding challenge. Let's not skip that. Um, so the bidding challenge, uh, essentially there's 12 people left in the game. Every round, two people were eliminated based on various criteria. And uh, of the people, the last two people remaining would become the new captains of new tribes. And whoever had more money of those two would get to pick one person otherwise to join them. Uh, right. You ended up having the most money of the two people remaining. It was you and Lola. And of course. You... <laughs> uh, so you got to pick anybody you wanted except for Lola to be uh, to join you on a new tribe. And yes. you chose AP. I did. And I know that you say told me later that your gut said you should have chosen paste right uh and that, that's actually the the instinct i had to get to know somebody from the other side mm -hmm. uh and to also protect the alliance i had with ap i should have went with my gut which i didn't do which here again one of the mistakes that i know i made when i was playing mm-hmm yeah, because, you know, I, it wasn't, um, I don't believe it was stated up, up up front that not only would you be picking one person to be part of your tribe, but that the person you picked would also inform everyone else that was split up. Uh, so by picking AP, you also ended up being on a tribe with um, Open Beta Resistance, Chris again, Ingi, and Noah again. So right. you, you get Beta, you get Ingi. And you trade away uh, Lola and Bot Bot, essentially. Um, so on the one hand, you know, you, you ended up on a tribe that has a, a majority of original Torpe members. So a little bit of comfort in that. Mm -hmm. uh, what did you think of uh, Beta and Ingi? Um, I'll be honest, Beta and I got along great. And I know he's almost taboo when it comes to... <laughs> people talking about him uh, for some of the things that he said and did. And uh, that's all well and good. I mean, I still talk to him today and uh, we, you know, we, we really did just have good vibes. We're close to the same age, you know, we're older and it was just easy to talk. Ingi, on the other hand, just too much age difference, I think for my settled ways. <laughs> <laughs> was there um because a lot of things are going to happen between now between the swap and when you eventually go to tribal council that are going to kind of impact how you how everyone votes there but was the initial thought 
and maybe it might have just come from you know other people uh from ap or chris or noah but was the original initial thought like okay we have four there's two of them if we have to go it's one of them yes okay that was pretty much the the conversation from start to finish <laughs> and then i i would guess from the way you and and beta kind of uh developed your friendship at the time that best option for you would be to vote out Ingi. Well, yeah. Um, I do believe that during that time frame is when I straight up told AP, I will not vote off beta. Mm -hmm. And uh, he just, I don't know, probably created some suspicions of why I wouldn't do that. But, you know, when you go with the gut feeling, you got to stick with it. And I didn't have any bad feelings about that. And I, there, there was, there was some doubt that had crept in where AP was concerned from some of the things that he had, you know, talked about and who he'd been talking to and stuff like that. And, you know, hearing, oh, AP told me this. And I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, there was, there was doubt going around i hadn't discounted my alliance with ap at all i mean y'all know that i defended him almost to the very end but uh i did feel that beta would be a good um person to have you know have my back and with Ingi, i just i had bad vibes from him and that's just me. Everybody else had to make up their own minds on that. I gave them what I thought. And, of course, you know, Beta's going to go with the majority because he didn't want to leave. Sure. So, you know, it made the vote a little bit easier. Right. Yep. Uh, all right. So that, that brings us to the scavenger hunt. We're, all, we're back. We're caught up now. Uh, you get five items, 16 points. You had the second most items and points uh, for your tribe. And uh, AP, I mean, AP found like so many things. <laughs> I remember him talking about like driving to the zoo, calling the zoo to see if they had any bats and if they were yes. awake and out at that point in the year. Um, and I think that's one of the things I really enjoyed about the scavenger hunt was just how creative and, you know, above and beyond the players went. Um, you know, I remember uh, Beta's... Uh, his uh, Roman numeral thing that he yes. built, which was amazing. Uh, you know, I don't know how long he'd spent working on that, but it was a huge thing, and I was super impressed by it. Um, yeah, he, he actually convinced his boss to help him with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, was a, it was huge. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, so uh, the, the items were broken down into tiers. Uh, each tier you get you know, one point for everything in the first tier and so on and so forth. And then for each tribe that completed a tier first, got a bonus point equal to the tier it was. Uh, Torpe actually completed the first three tiers first. Um, you got yeah. a help from Ingi grabbing the first uh, sunset picture thanks to oh. living where he lived. And so, you know, a lot of positives uh, in this challenge. But it really came down to that Lola was somehow even more determined than AP was. And and they ended up getting all but one item 
which was the hot air balloon. Uh, so Torpe is heading back to Tribal Council. One more time. Yep. So now, uh, what? So you know, the idea is you know, Ingi's kind of the target, uh, ideally, but there's a lot going on. I don't know how how you were informed about this as it was happening or if at all, uh, but during the scavenger hunt, Ingi uh, finds uh, a hidden immunity idol. Oh yes, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe that Noah was you were involved. You were like there in the middle. I was of the there night. when he hit the command to bring yep. it up. Yep. So you knew. I knew. Uh, so I don't know. So obviously that's a game changer, and you know you got to kind of figure out how to maneuver around that. Um, what? How did? How did the subsequent like? talks go once that information was 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 known actually i'll give kudos to noah for that one he um he had come up with this wild plan to convince ingy that we were all voting beta and he pulled that off by the way because mm-hmm. uh, that's why ingy went home with without playing his idol because he really thought that that was what was going to happen but um Noah had a lot of um, input when it came to that. And he was talking to AP. AP was talking to Chris. AP was talking to me. I was talking to Beta. I got tired of talking to everybody. And I said, if y'all want to know anything, you know, why don't y'all get in DMs together? And that way y'all can discuss all this. And that way everybody's staying informed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, I, I really didn't want to be the middle, the middle man. Right. And uh, so that, you know, everybody started talking, you know, and got on the same page. And that's kind of, I think they were talking about doing a split vote just to be sure, you know, if he didn't, in case he did play his idol. Mm -hmm. But that was the reason. Okay. Uh, So then how did the split end up being on Noah? Do. That had something to do with AP. It did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not sure exactly how it played out or what it was that switched things around, but I think he Noah was told, don't worry about it. You're going to be safe. If it comes up and the votes are split, you're going to be safe. We're going to vote him out. Yeah, yeah, that's uh he might correct me on that, but that's kind of the way I think <laughs> it happened. I mean, that's, you know, it's it's still nerve-wracking. I am sure, you know. Um as much as, you know, it 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 hits you when you see your name come up once during a vote where you know like four votes are going to somebody else, but then, you know, oh, we're trying to vote out a guy that has an immunity idol and I'm the person who we're splitting votes on. Can't feel good. No, it's it's got the uh, punch in the gut feeling. Yeah, it was for me just getting the one vote. Um, so everyone, you go to tribal council, and it, you know, you, the the votes. There's only six people, and four people have their name written down. Uh, so Ingi ends up voting for Chris. Noah ends up voting for Beta, which is probably who he thought the votes were being split for. 
uh, you and Beta end up voting for Noah, and then AP and Chris vote for Ingi. So it ends up with a 2-2 tie uh, between Ingi and Noah, and Ingi doesn't play his idol, as Noah kind of convinces him not to. So it ultimately all works out. <laughs> yes, it did. Um, on the revote, you and, and AP and Beta and Chris all voted out Ingi, and uh, he gets sent home. Was, you know, it, it feels to me, and, and this is going to kind of bear itself out when you guys go back to Tribal Council, but it definitely seems like as soon as Ingi gets voted out, the idea of original tribal lines is kind of kaput over there. Like, whatever, the, the fact that Beta started out on uh, Fenora before the swap kind of doesn't seem to be an issue any going forward it wasn't no you were just five people on the new torpe tribe we actually did have more of an alliance with the five of us um after Ingi was gone and i really think that was due to my alliance with obr and wanting to see if we couldn't get to the finals mm -hmm. and then having OBR and AP talking and then somewhere in the mix of, and I don't know exactly where, when it started, but I know AP and Chris were talking a lot and I was trying to talk with Noah. And so, you know, it was kind of like, we were all really trying to turn this curse around and get out of the hole we were in. Right. But the but. <laughs> Torpe curse uh, is is very strong. It is. So uh, the next uh, next you had another immunity challenge. This was mastermind. Uh, we asked the tribes to split themselves up into five different personalities. And uh, when I talked to Noah, he said that how you guys ended up deciding was kind of just randomly. I don't know if that if you remember that. <laughs> It really was because nobody wanted to actually put things in order. So I think we all kind of winged it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, uh, there was no there was no strategy whatsoever to this. Uh, you ended up being uh, one of the slackers, the slacker yeah. for your tribe. Uh, and you you and uh, Snoop Shahed were the two slackers. Uh, so you faced again. You faced him in a mastermind game with three numbers. Uh, and he, he got the better of you. You, you mean he just kicked my ass? <laughs> wasn't in as many words. I should have just bowed and said the game is yours. <laughs> I don't, are you, I, are, were you familiar with the game of Mastermind? Had you no. played it at all? Uh, no. AP tried to give me some pointers when we were, uh, before we got to it. And, uh, it was always with four numbers. Right. Yeah, uh, you know, if I look back, I could have said, "Oh, I maybe should have used a, a zero instead of one of the other numbers." But, you know, I had no idea, and he just bam, 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 and it was done. So I didn't even get a kiss on the cheek for that one. <laughs> uh, well, the the good part, the the silver lining, I guess, is that um, your your matchup being the only one that was only three numbers, it was worth the least amount of points. Um, Thank goodness. So it was only a point that that he won for Fenora, uh, and then the second matchup uh, in the goofballs matchup, Chris 
wins that one for mm-hmm. you. And then back-to-back losses, AP loses to Mr. Dave, and Noah loses to Paste. And so uh, Beta and Lola don't even get to have their matchup. And uh, once more, we're going back to Tribal Council. Do you ever get tired of saying that? I I, I don't think I'm like, able to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't, right? I have to say it so often. Oh, I, I know. Mean, I shouldn't get tired of it. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, and now, now the, the issue here, you've got five people who, like you kind of said, are trying to become a more cohesive tribe. Uh, but now somebody has to get voted out. Yes. Um, are you, at this point, do you still, would you say that the two, the people you were closest with were uh, AP and Beta? Yes. Okay. Uh, Noah ends up, being the target uh was there ever any consideration of it being chris or somebody else um i if i'm thinking clearly chris wanted noah out noah wanted beta out ap would have liked to have had beta out but didn't want to piss me off and that's where that doubt started creeping in even deeper about does he have a, a an alliance with chris because he was trying to go with, you know, he wanted to keep Chris happy, yet he wanted to keep me happy. And so it was, there was some tension during this this time on the votes. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we all had different thoughts about, I mean, for me, I wasn't that close to Chris at the time. And all I heard, I, I, during that tribe, that um, time period, I was only hearing what, Chris told AP from AP. Right. So for me, I would have went Chris because I had built up, you know, uh, a little bit of a conversation with Noah. And uh, so we all had different thoughts on, on actually who to vote out. Okay. And so it was, it was really a tough time, but it did eventually settle on Noah. How did, uh, I don't know. It, looking back on that now, how do you uh, how do you feel about that? Where the decision uh, ended up? I wish we'd never voted Noah out. Yeah. I, I think Noah was more of an asset than any of us realized. Yeah. Who would we have voted out? I really don't know. <laughs> right. Maybe Chris, but um, I really think Noah was more of an asset than what we were actually giving credit to. Mm-hmm. Yep. A lot of, there's a lot of 2020 hindsight. Yes. <laughs> so much. Okay. Uh, you go to tribal four votes for Noah. Noah throws his vote at beta. Noah is eliminated. Yes. Uh, 10 people left. Um, so in the first season, there was a merge at this point, but because we only started with 14 people uh, in Chattern, uh, things were kind of, shifted down the line a little bit uh to to accommodate the smaller cast so i brought everybody to a new channel and instead of a merge there's another swap yes how fun um so i had asked everybody to rank their the players in their tribe from top to bottom and i don't think i really specify i think i said like strongest weakest and then you can you know kind of define that however you want 
And I don't know. I was trying to find your rankings somewhere. Probably. All right, I found them. Do you remember what your rankings were? The ones that I did? Yep. Um, I think I had AP, Beta, Chris, and me or something like that. Yeah, that's it. AP, yeah. Beta, Chris, you. Yeah. I. Did you... Were you thinking about like what this was going to mean at all? Like whether how this was going to impact the game, whether it was a swap, whether it was a challenge related thing or anything like that. Honestly, I didn't have a clue. <laughs> I mean, I, I quit trying to second <clears throat> guess what you were doing well before this mm. because I had so much of the speculation coming at me because AP speculated about every everything. Yep. And so I just, I had no idea what this was going to do. Uh, well, uh, this looks like AP ended up getting ranked first by everyone on your tribe. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know how authentic that was for everyone else. Uh, uh, Chris ended up being the overall number two. Beta was just behind him in three, and you were just behind Beta in four. And uh, then on the other side, you had Paste, Lola, Dave, Snoop, Brit, and Bot Bot. And so what ended up happening was every odd ranked person, so the first and third people from Torpe and the first, third, and fifth people from Fenora were swapped, uh, resulting in two new tribes of five players. So you lost AP and Beta, the people you were closest to, and yes. you, you gained Paste, Dave and Brit, three people you had not interacted with yet. Exactly. Um, so now, instead of being on a tribe with a, an original majority, you're on a tribe with an original minority, uh, and you really only have Chris, who was the person you had the least amount of connection with. Right. As, as I understand. Uh, so uh, how did that feel? It sucked. <laughs> Yeah. I was trying to be positive, but you know, at you know, at the beginning, it was like nobody wanted to talk, and then we started chatting. Uh, Britt and Paste and I started chatting in the camp, in the camp, and so I, you know, that kind of made me feel a little bit better. That it kind of had that little girl power thing going on. I, I don't consider it girl power, but <laughs> the girls, you know, getting together and talking. Mm -hmm. Um. And then the DMs were set up and the questions started and it just was mind blowing because, well, Mr. Dave was telling me all these things that AP supposedly told him and I didn't know if he was just shooting in the dark or if he was really blabbermouthed, you know, if it was really all said, like us having an alliance and everything else. And I know that through Lola and, and but they probably said the same things, but uh, he didn't know for sure. But he just he just kept saying, well, you know, I just don't really know if I can trust you. I just don't know this. I don't know that, you know. And it was like the last thing AP said was don't tell anybody about our alliance. And then I'm talking to three people from the other tribe that were like, did you have an alliance with AP? And I'm like, 
how the hell did you do this crap? Sorry. <laughs> no. No, I get it. I mean, it was just like, uh, like a drill sergeant, you know, and here I am. I know one of us is going to go home, you know, if we lose a challenge and I'm fighting tooth and nail to save my ass. And I'm like, God, I'm trying to be so honest and, oh, shit, I'm going to sit here and lie. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it was like you can you can tell little white lies, but, you know, it's still a lie. I don't care how you look at it. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really want to admit that I had an alliance with AP because I knew that would just sign my death warrant. Well, yeah, I don't know. That's So that's another thing you, you mentioned at the end in your inter- exit interview is that you kind of wish you'd told them the truth. Yes. I honestly had gotten to the point with, in the, I mean, we, we had, literally, we had regular conversations as well of talking without it seeming like it was, you know, drill, drill, you know, of wanting to know, did you do this? Did you do that? Did this happen? Did that happen? You know, I was pretty honest with them about the things that actually happened while, you know, in our camp. But, uh, you know, I actually really started liking talking with Dave and talking with Paste. And at that point, if they had, if I had actually been saved and made it through, I would have probably been more apt to, to stay truer to them. Not that I would have shunned AP. It's just at that point, I was seeing something in the way that they talked and the way that they, you know, were trying to stay strong and everything else. There was just something else there that seemed to be missing. And I don't, I don't know if that makes any sense, but I just felt something totally different when I talked to those two than I did with, you know, some of the stuff that I had learned from the original tribe I was with. It was, Mm -hmm. I mean, it was like, I learned more, in just a few, what, two days than I did in the weeks that I spent with my tribe. Right. I don't know. Would you, maybe, would you say something, it's kind of like a, I don't know, they were more open about themselves or something like that? Well, they just seemed a little bit more sincere. I mean, they were, they didn't, you know, one of y'all are going to go home that we already knew that, you know, they saw that if they, them saying that wasn't, you know, a shock. You know, but to hear them say it was a surprise because I was used to all the secrecy and all this. And all of a sudden, everything's just kind of being put out in the open. And it's like, that's so refreshing. (laughs) Um, All right. So, you know, new tribe, new dynamic, new relationships. And uh, the next challenge uh, was a reward challenge. And... Uh, the contents of the reward were not explicitly stated. Um, I think I think it was just kind of said like you'll win a thing or you'll win a. It ended up being a first aid kit. Uh, but uh, the family feud, the tribes went ahead, went ahead, went against each other, and Fenura tribe uh, won the first three categories. Torpe won the fourth category, and then in the fifth and sixth rounds, you got the category, chose to play, and uh, those points were eventually stolen by Fenura. Yep. Um, mathematically eliminating Torpe 
uh, from the potential seventh round. And then everyone on the Fenora tribe played individually, and whoever got the most points there um, won the first aid kit, which was Lola. Uh, so, I mean, you know, another loss doesn't feel good, but the the notion that like you didn't really have any idea what she had actually won. Um, no, I don't know. Did that did that maybe lessen the blow of of losing at all? No. 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 Um, no, we really were trying hard to win that. And, uh, of course, Chris and I knew our lives were on the line, so we wanted to win. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, not knowing what she won, it, I mean, it was curiosity. But it, you know, didn't change the fact that the tribe had lost again. And that just enforced the curse as Dave, I think, said so many times, uh, yeah. uh, you know, we heard this tribe was cursed. You know, it, y- y'all really are cursed, and now you're cursing us. So, <laughs> um, you know, it, it just didn't seem to matter who was on the tribe. It, it just, nothing seemed to work. Yeah. I mean, this is the third configuration of players that are on the tribe. And, uh, you know... You had Lola and Bopot, you had AP and Beta, you have Paste and Dave and Brit now. The, the common denominators of the whole thing is you and Chris. Uh, I, I'm not saying that that's why, but you know, the, you and Chris are the ones that felt all of these losses, uh, which is, you know, we saw it in, in, in Dark Forest with Shitters and Trophy. It just, it's, it's an awful feeling. Yeah, it's you. You wonder what the hell am I doing wrong? Mm-hmm. And at that point, you know, I, I think I was probably just heartbroken. Mm-hmm. Seriously, I mean, another loss, and the only person I could really talk to is Chris. And it, you know, he 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 was there. He tried comforting me. He. You know, he said he he knew all the right things to say. He was being really sweet. But, uh, you know, it's like, what the hell? I mean, I can't explain it any deeper than that. It's just, what the hell? All right. So we move on to the next immunity challenge, uh, which was the haunted house. Uh. (laughs) What is that for? Because I got killed in the haunted house, and I hate haunted houses. <laughs> oh, um, I, told you, I told you from the beginning I didn't like haunted houses. I don't do anything scary. I don't watch scary movies. Well, some scary movies, but not the horror stuff. And I hmm. hate stuff jumping out at me, and that's what was going through my mind the whole time. I was sitting there anticipating making that run. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember how early you went. Um I have you marked down as the second person that went? Maybe? Yeah, I was second or third. It looks like you went to the fourth floor on the elevator, which, if I'm remembering correctly, was the floor where the the scene was modeled after Pan's Labyrinth. Mm. Maybe. Um, at least it, it. I have what I really have written down here is you went left, you went to the fourth floor, and you picked the brownie 
and the brownie is in red because that is the choice that killed you. <laughs> um, uh, Bot had gone first and also died. Uh, so you you died, and and how it was structured is uh, everybody ran individually, and then when you if and when you died, uh, you ended up in the um like the basement of the haunted house, and everyone that died ended up there together. Uh, Yay! And and you got to see like everybody else's death message and how <laughs> how they ultimately ended up dying. Uh, so you're joined then next by Paste. Paste is killed. Uh, Shahed goes through. Uh, he gets killed by Godzilla. And then Beta jo- enters, and he's the first one to survive. He makes it all the way through. One point for Fenura. Chris enters, and he dies as well. Lola enters and dies. Brit enters and dies. AP enters and dies. So Mr. Dave's the last person to go. If he doesn't survive, you're going back to Tribal Council. And uh, he survived. He made it. Yay. He kept hope alive. Yes. <laughs> one of the one of the few good things Dave's ever done. Um, oh, Dave. <laughs> poor Dave. Uh, but so the in the reward that Lola had won, the first aid kit, gave her a second pass through the haunted house. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, everyone who watched her go through the first time, she died to Godzilla at the very last part of the of the house, and so everybody's sitting there like, all right, she just she goes through, makes the exact same decisions, and you know just goes the other direction, and she completely goes a different direct different route, like she makes a completely different choice earlier in the sequence, um, but she does survive, she makes it through, she breaks the tie, and. Uh, once more go ahead back to tribal council <laughs> um so at this point did it feel like it was kind of just the choice was going to be at the whim of pace dave Britbrat, and that it was really up to them to pick whether they wanted to vote you or chris out um that was yeah that was the main thought but in my heart I just felt like it was me. I mean, I'm pretty sure my confessionals, whatever, said the same things. You know, I just figured it was me. Just let's get this over with. I don't want to go through this. And, you know, we talked. All of us talked. And, you know, I was as open as I could be with them on, on, you know, everything. And, of course, I pleaded my case. Chris pleaded his case. And uh, I still felt like going into it that I was the one getting voted out. I mean, there was just Dave telling me, you know, (laughs) there's so much mistrust, you know, UNAP, this, that, you know. And I was like, just vote me out. Get it over with. (laughs) I'm done. I can't say anything. I think I did tell him that there is nothing else I can tell you. Mm Mm-hmm. I've said all I can say. So just do what you got to do. I just uh, tell them. <laughs> when you show up to tribal council, uh, perhaps kind of the, the the last sort of straw and any really any chance you thought of, of turning the tide against uh, Chris really goes out the window when uh, an immunity blessing found, I think, about a day before this by Lola is 
given to Chris. So he is not even eligible to be voted for at this tribal council. Um, and then really, uh, that kind of seals it, doesn't it? Yes. I knew that they wouldn't vote Brit out. Yeah. And they definitely weren't going to vote Pastor Dave. So, you know, there's only one person sitting here left. And all I could think about was whoever whoever sent that, just F you. You know, you didn't even give me a chance to play my game. You're getting me out of here. But I was curious who it was and why, you know, the the way it was played. And, of course, I found out later. But it's just all went back to a single vote. Yeah. On one of our, that's what it all went back to. It went back to a single vote. Well, you, you had told me that your first thought was that it came from AP. Uh, and Lola was your second guess. Right. And yeah, well, AP, because remember, I did think AP and Chris had an alliance. Right. And uh, so that was, he was my first. And then Lola was my second. And, you know, I, I really wasn't really thinking. I mean, I would have put her first if I would really thought there was a reason for it. Because I didn't ever know there was a reason. Mm-hmm. Had no clue. And uh, found out, of course, after it was done and I was gone. And I was angry, so to say the least. Yeah. Because I really wasn't ready to quit. Y'all had got me snared and hooked <laughs> into it. And I was really trying to, to go further. I know. I know. I remember. Um, I, I uh, man, I'm not, I don't remember exactly where I was. Uh, at the time so yeah you the day you got voted out would have is uh, a year ago tomorrow Uh, it was october 20th last year um i think i was at meg's apartment yeah i was there at that time Uh, so i i I remember like that for me was the most affecting elimination from your season i think um, maybe it, it, it's, it's close between that and Snoop at the end, uh, just kind of how that all played out. But I know it's, and it's nothing like I saw the writing on the wall. I knew what was going to happen. You know, I knew about the, the immunity blessing long before you did and, uh-huh. and it sucked. I knew it was going to suck a lot. And I think usually there's like one or two votes like that every season where I'm just like, oh, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to have any part in this and, and then I have to go do it and, and it sucks. It's, it's not good. Um, and, and then that was one of the ones from, uh, from Chattern. Uh, so the votes, votes come out and, uh, for, for you, you voted for Dave. At a spot. <laughs> yeah. He was the one that had just told me yeah. that I was going to be the one getting voted out. <laughs> So, you know, I wasn't going to throw it on Chris because you couldn't. And, you know, so I just put a name down. It it, it wasn't, I was just pissed off. It wasn't going to matter whose name I put down. It was just going to be a name. Yep. Uh, I like that for spite. Spite. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, you know, you aren't on the jury. Uh, you are you know ushered into the viewers lounge mm-hmm. and i don't know like 
again, I, I'm always, I'm just, I'm always fascinated the transition to go from from player to viewer, uh, especially you know within your own season. Um, I don't know, like you're now one of the kind of one of the lar- louder voices in the viewers' lounge in subsequent seasons, and uh, you know always there, ready to welcome the players who get voted out that do join the viewers' lounge. So like, how does how was that for you? joining the viewers lounge and then kind of man there's like all these all these other people you don't know who they are either really uh who just watched you play this game for you know two a little over two weeks got to know you uh well um i think upon entering it was welcome ally hi ally welcome ally ally <laughs> anything you read in here just disregard it strictly game uh, i called you a bitch please don't take offense to that i mean <laughs> There was a lot of things being said at that time, but uh, I the main thing is I had already went in and read pretty much the whole lounge <laughs> by the time I commented on anything. So I knew exactly what they were meaning when they said, hey, don't take offense to anything you read in here. But it was a hell of an experience going from being in the game to sitting in that lounge and seeing how salty everybody was. And I think I've said this, I've typed this on many occasions. You people scare the shit out of me. (laughs) And sometimes it's easier to stay quiet than try to make comments because, holy cow, I I don't know. Sometimes y'all get y'all growing on me because now I can be a little bit more aggravating and meaning and stabby bearish. But uh, when I first walked into that, I I was like, I'm scared. I'm, in fact, I had private conversations with Waco and told him what I was feeling at the time because of something I had said. And uh, like 10 people jumped on it. And I was like, hell, fuck this. I'm out of mm. here. <laughs> and uh, he talked to me privately and was just like, hey, do not take any of this personal. These people are having fun just like, you know, you'll you'll understand it as you get into it, but it's it's just, hey, we get into the game too. It's emotional. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't let them get to you. Just get your butt in there and say what you want to say, and if they don't like it, the hell with it type thing. You know, basically, that's just my words, but yeah. that's kind of the, you know, way it went. And so I went back. And, uh, you know, I wasn't that chatty in my season in the viewer's lounge. I wasn't, you know, I would say things, I would answer questions. Um, but there was times when things were being said that I almost felt like if I say this, I'm going to get stabbed, you know, like if I took up for AP or if I said something positive about OBR or anything like that, I felt like I'd get stabbed. So sometimes it's just better not to say something. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know that sounds kind of crazy, but y'all just sometimes y'all just scare the shit out of me. How's that? <laughs> no, I I believe it. I believe it. I I I run the whole thing, and I can I can I step away sometimes because it's it's vicious in that viewers lounge. It does get vicious. It does. And I mean, it don't even have to have the season going sometimes for it to get vicious. <laughs> and no. you know, it, it's it's fun. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I have stuck by this probably as much as anybody. 
as far as being on, seeing what's happening, you know, keeping up with everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, I, I now understand how the viewers can get so emotional and so attached to people that are playing because you, it's just like you're, it's like you're in the room when everything's happening and you're feeling the emotions that they're feeling mm-hmm. and it's got to come out somewhere. So it, it yeah. definitely. Comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. Talk, speaking of that, like your season, separate from from Discordia, you know, a bunch of different formatting changes that took place in, in the in the during the off season. You know, DM yeah. channels were visible to all the viewers during Chattern. Um, so all the DMs were handled within the server, so you can see everything everyone's saying. Uh, <laughs> you can keep up with every single lie, deception uh you know fight or or you know party or whatever's happening in the dm channels with depending on who you're looking at uh and then on top of that there was uh the confessional command that let them share their inner thoughts with everyone else and you used that you know quite a bit as well uh you know some you know you you used it I guess there's like a couple of different categories of ways that people use their confessional commands there's some people who are like I'm going to use this 500 times every day. I'm going to tell you every little thought that comes into my head regarding this game, regarding my life, regarding my dreams, everything. Um, you fit into a category that it's more like um, this is a, I'm going to send, send a message every morning and every night and like kind of just give everybody an update on things. And, I, you know, a couple of people have done it that way. And I, not that there's, a, there's not really a wrong way to do it unless you're not doing it at all. Um I don't know, like, you know, you were one of the, how did those elements impact things for you, both like doing them as a player and then on the outside, like now you can see every DM channel. Now you get to see all the confessionals that everybody's sending outside of their channels and everything like that. You know, it, um, in the beginning, and I'm just going to go tell off on myself again, in the beginning, uh, in using the DM channels, AMP, AP and I were talking and I don't know what brought it up, but he goes, well, yeah, the viewers can see everything that we type. And I went, oh, shit. <laughs> and I, it never dawned on me until that point. And it took me a, a day or so before I would really get over that feeling of being watched. Mm-hmm. You know, now, you know, do I, what do I want to say? You know, oh, crap, they can see all this. Oh, my God. Because uh, it never even, it. I knew they were there, but it never crossed my mind once I got into the game. Mm-hmm. And using my confessionals, um, I'm sure if I'd had as much success uh, finding cascades that I knew nothing about at the time and just learned about them, uh, I would have probably used my confessional for that. But honestly, it was just like, Hey, good morning. I know y'all are watching. Y'all have a good day. Uh, anybody got coffee or, you know, it's coffee time or whatever. <laughs> I know I talk a lot about coffee. Um, yep. I drank a lot of coffee during that 39 days. Um, but it wasn't, you know, there wasn't a whole feeling of needing just to pour out life stories. You know, I didn't have that urge, you know, say good morning, say good night. Sure. And, uh, 
sometimes when I said goodnight, I was still in one of the channels because that was, you know, we could stay in the channels at the time in the sub channels. Right. And uh, hence why I saw Ingie do what Ingie did. You know, I got in there at that right moment. But uh, it uh, it never really dawned on me just how much people did write in their DMs until I got to be a viewer. Mm-hmm. And I'm like trying to keep up with that. It was, it was giving me a headache. And I was like, can y'all just shut the hell up? <laughs> you, know, you need to go to bed and quit writing and just stop. You know, and a lot of it was laughable now, but at the time when I was really trying to see how much of what I was thinking, you know, about, AP and Chris and all of this and trying to get caught up in all that stuff. And it was just like, Oh my God, I, I don't know if I could ever reread that if I had to. No, I it's, it's so much, <laughs> so much happening all the time. Very overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then like, and then, you know, you watch it as a viewer and, you know, on specifically on like the first couple of days of the, of the season. And then, uh, it kind of, it spikes and then, you know, it kind of gradually declines, spikes at tribal councils and so on. And then you get to the merge and like, you get like twice as many channels, everybody's talking again, but they're trying to like follow it from the beginning. You have, you have, there's all these channels that you weren't a part of that. Like now there's 20 times as many messages sent in them when you jump out of the game, you know, after two and a half or so weeks that like, ugh. Absolutely. And that's kind of, I mean, I have read everything Mm -hmm. and I've only been back. I mean, I go over to chatter and when somebody's over there chatting, but uh, as far as going back in and trying to reread anything, the only thing I went back over was the challenges and the confessionals to see what I said in my confessionals, Uh, just in case you brought something up that I didn't remember. And, uh, yeah, see, you're sneaky that way. Uh, but as far as would I go back and, and really get back into depth of some of it? No. Uh, there was a lot of things that were said that I don't want to reread. Um, you know, I'll be honest, AP and I really haven't, we really didn't talk after chattering up and, you know, it there was a lot of barbs back and forth, but not seriously talking. Cause I really thought that he threw me under the bus. I really did. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he stayed true to our Alliance. And we just recently hashed that out. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course we're talking now, but you know, the, the friendship that I thought we had made is not, it wasn't there when I came out of, at, you know, when I, when the season was over, it wasn't there. That was very disappointing. And, you know, it, people, they don't get it unless they go through that kind of a, of a alliance. You know, you think you're building a bond, you think you're building a friendship within something. And sometimes you just come out feeling used. And as many times as he threw me under the bus after I came out of the game and got to see it, I was like, that's why you kept seeing me throw that little bus up in the yeah. in the chest. You no know? hell, here I go again, right underneath the damn bus tires. Yeah. But uh, it, um, you know, it was a very emo- it was very emotional, and 
if people say they don't get emotional, I'd have to call bullshit on them because there's no way you can't be involved in something like that and not have some kind of emotions that play out. And, you know, it can be a love-hate relationship. It can be a hate-hate relationship, but there's still emotions involved in it. And this game that you've put together, it pulls the emotions from the gut up. You just have no idea the priceless game that you have created. <laughs> and, you know, I would say, any, like, you know, I, I completely agree. And I, I, we see it every season and it takes its, it, it rears its head in a lot of different ways. But I, I don't know. I think in, in Chattern specifically, I felt like there were a lot of people who, um, and, and I think most of them, none, I don't think many of them had really seen anything that happened to Discordia. Uh, but they kind of, you know, specifically like Lola and, and Snoop and, you know, AP and, and, and I'd probably include like Paste and Dave, but like a lot of people who I think if you look at a lot of the things they were saying on like the first week or so of this game were, you know, it wasn't super emotional for them at that point. But right. then the further they get, the more invested they are, like the more connected Paste and Dave felt, you know, the further they got together, the more connected you know, Lola and, and Snoop felt the longer they went together. And they made it all the way to, like, day 37 when she voted him out. Um, and, and you know, watching Lola go from, like, I'm just here to play a game to I could actually win this game to I want to win this game. Or even Snoop, who, you know, anybody who's interacted with Snoop outside of his time in Chatter, and, like, he is so laid back, so seemingly, you know, just... just I don't know just just chill but you know it, it you know i think you can there's a lot of that in the way he played in that season but he definitely grew into it as it went on and like he really cared about you know what was going what was happening and his own fate in the game and what he was doing and i so i, I think chattern almost maybe more than any other season yet has really seen a lot of players go from like this is this is nothing to like this is so big. This is a huge emotional. I'm a, you know, I'm a wreck kind of, kind of a deal. Well, by the end of it, the, when I was voted out, the hurt, the anger, whatever it, whatever that emotion was with Dave and Paste and Brett, mainly Dave. I know I really hurt Dave's feelings and I know Paste was really upset, but that was just of talking to me for a couple of days. It's not, you just, you can't you can't fake that kind of emotion. And mine was, of course, anger, because I really didn't want to leave. I really didn't want to leave people. But, uh, you know, it's it's really hard to deny that it doesn't get to you after you've been in it that long. I mean, mm-hmm. two weeks. Think of it as two weeks. And that kind of emotion is being brought out in people. And, uh, it, it just, I don't know. It just sucks. And, um, once they get into the lounge and they get to see that side of it, they, you know, some of them agree that they don't want to read it. Some of them do want to read our season, but you know, either way it's because of, of what emotions were brought out during that season. Right. Do you think, um, you know, you said you read back through everything. And, and I guess it's a little different, you know, when you join the viewers lounge during the season than uh, somebody who 
is either makes it to the end or spends most the entire season half of the season on the jury right. um, to go back and read everything but i don't know d- did you feel like for you that was the right choice if you hadn't gone back and read stuff at the time is it something that like man i kind of wish i'd done it or would you have done it after the fact or anything um i i honestly have no regrets of reading it when i did uh going back and catching up and then following it you know for the rest of the season um i think i regretted more of some of the stuff i seen in the viewers lounge than i actually did uh in the dms or you know confessionals but uh you know it's only because you know why are you saying that about me? You don't know me. Of course, that's just that little innocent Texas thing going on. But, of yeah. course, I knew the reasons. But, uh, you know, I, I don't regret any going back and reading any of it. Um, it gave me a lot more insight on, on what I was feeling. Um, you know, was I, was I betrayed by AP? Was I not betrayed by AP? I mean, as much as the lounge said he never betrayed me, he damn sure kept throwing me under the bus, and it was like, well, who's lying on this one? <laughs> but he's trying to save his own ass, you know. And yeah. uh, so, you know, it, it started to make more sense. And so, no, I don't regret any of it. Yeah, it helps you give helps give you a little more context for what's happening and exactly. why people are saying what they're saying. Um. All right. So, uh, what I do is I ask each person to have to to give me a question to ask the next person down the line that i'm going to talk to so uh i have a question that i got from noah for you kind of put him on the spot he was not ready for his question (laughs) so it took him a couple minutes to think of it but i think he came up with a decent one um and i think we kind of touched on a couple of different uh potential answers that you might have for this question so noah asked uh what moment or or uh, interaction or, or whatever um, that happened with you within the first, say, two or three days had the greatest impact on the rest of the time that you were playing. Oh, wow. God, you should have told me that one ahead of time. So I could have, <laughs> um, you know, um, as far as the greatest, I, th- I'm, <laughs> I think I'm going to blow everybody's mind with this answer, but I think talking to Bot at the beginning, before things got screwed, I think it was just refreshing because he's my grandson's age. And I think that it kind of gave me a little sense of um, family because my family had just moved to Arkansas and I was in Texas by myself. And I, I literally was by myself during this whole thing. Um, and so I think um, just the way he talked and the uh, he sounded a lot like my grandson. And I think that that just kind of touched the heart at the moment. I know it doesn't make sense considering everything that's happened after that. But at the moment, at the beginning... I, I think it was just all of a sudden, you know, I, I, I guess that's where I come up with family because I use that a lot when I say good morning. And uh, I think that that, that was a lot because he was, he was bubbly. He just, he was a kid. Yeah. And uh, 
I think that was a part of it. And I think that was probably why I felt, I don't know, the saddest with him was, you know, him having to, me having to lie to him and I couldn't do it anymore. And I had to tell him the truth. You know, there, that those pivotal moments took place, but his was, he just made me think about family. And I, like I said, that's probably going to blow everybody's mind, but that's what kind of came to mind when you asked me. Hey, that's, that sounds like a good answer to me. I like it. Um, so, uh, in the same vein, uh, the next person I'll be talking to is Chris. <laughs> good old Chris. Uh, <laughs> do you have any question for Chris about chattering and... Yes, and I've thought about the question. Um, uh-huh. I think my question for Chris is, did you have a strong alliance with AP, or did you... And if so, when did y'all start your your talks? Because that's something that you really don't see a whole lot of of where it starts kind of pulling together. But I don't know if Chris and he really had a strong alliance or if it was one of those whatevers. Um, right. Because, you know, th- you never know when there's so many different alliances. And there was a lot of a different alliances in in our tribe and so you know did you really have a strong alliance with ap and if so when did y'all begin your alliance that that's kind of my curiosity question okay sounds good i will uh get to the bottom of that when i talk (laughs) to chris um well that those are all the questions those are all the notes i had for your time in chattern I did want to ask, you know, you, I kind of mentioned before, you become a much louder voice in the viewer's lounge in, in um, Mojo Desert and Dark Forest. And uh, so, you know, you've really become a fixture in this Alliance family that we've kind of grown. Thank you. Uh, I don't know, like what, I don't know if there's a better way to phrase this, but I don't know, like what does this whole thing I guess, mean to you? Oh, I don't even know if I could explain that. I mean, in all reality, um, I enjoy the people that are part of Alliance. And, and you know, half the time, they I'm, I'm probably one of the, you say I'm one of the loudest voices, but I'm also <laughs> one of the most ignored voices. You know, there's just times people just don't say crap. And then all of a sudden, Meg or you'll pop up and say, hi, Allie. And so, you know, that kind of goes two different ways. And that's okay because for me, this is my family. This is a part of that family that I feel. And and I I enjoy being on the website or on the server. And uh, I enjoy the people that are there. I enjoy listening to the conversations. I mean... Everything about it has has that feel of a community. And since I'm not able to get out a lot because, you know, I have my issues that I, I have my issues. And so for me, having something that I can consider being a part of and 
as a community and family, it, it's just kind of filled a, a huge void in my life. And I would have never said that about FML and some of the other ones that are out there, but I have definitely found it an alliance. Does that make sense? That, that makes a lot of sense. And uh, I... I'm, I'm, I know that there are a lot of people who are really happy that you're part of it. And I know I am. Thank you. I, like I said, there, most of the people who played in Chattern, there are a lot of people there that I didn't, I never even seen their username before. You were one of them. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but you know, experience, you know, getting to know you while you played the game, getting to know you after the game ended, as we watched the, the rest of Chattern play out, and then everything that kind of happened since then in Mojo Desert, then, you know, rebranding into Alliance, and then Dark Forest, and all that, you know, it's, it's been a, it's been a huge, huge progression from where everything started in Discordia, and I'm very thankful for everyone that has kind of been there or not even been there from the beginning, but kind of just once they've become part of it to, to that, that has stuck with it and, and helped it grow as it, as it has grown. And uh, you are absolutely one of those people. And, and it means a lot to me. And I, I think it means a lot to a lot of people. Well, I'm not done yet. I'm still going to be <laughs> promoting it. And Hey, we're going to, you know, it, it's, it's something that whether they really understand the true value that, they get to watch or not. I think more and more people are starting to realize that um, it is important. And mm -hmm. it has become something that from where it started to where it's at now has grown. And I think that they're seeing that. And I, hell, I'm just going to promote the hell out of it, you know? And if I upset people because I'm out there going, you need to do Survivor, then... <laughs> <laughs> so be it. But yeah, I'm I'm probably one of your biggest fans. And I said well, one of I know there's a bunch of them, but I'm one of your biggest fans. Thank you so much, Allie. I um uh, I really appreciate I, I you keeping me talking this long, that really surprises me too. Um uh, <laughs> I didn't anticipate that, but uh I just want y'all to know that I do appreciate it and that um I'll probably be here as long as y'all are. Well, I, I hope that's true. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's anything else that you, you can think of that you wanted to say about your time in the game as a viewer after the game at all. But um, You know, the only thing I will say is um, I may have not been totally truthful and I may have been a quiet one, but that's all changed. Um I'm going to just start letting my voice come out and my hopefully Texas slang won't be too bad. <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, honestly, I love these guys. I love every one of them. And uh, I hope they enjoy this interview because I almost didn't do it because I didn't think anybody would listen. <laughs> I think uh, I'm glad you, I'm very glad you did. I, it occurred to me, when I uh, when I reached out to you, that I kind of just assumed that you were gonna do it. I didn't really ask you if you wanted to do it at all. <laughs> and I thought about that after the fact, and I was like, 
I didn't, I mean, you, you, you basically, you had said you would, so I didn't like kind of go back and rehash it out, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you did this. I think a lot of people are going to enjoy it. I know I, I had a lot of fun talking to you about this, so. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. I guess that's it. Well, then I hope you have a wonderful night. I hope you do too. See you later, Ryan. See ya, Allie. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alliance of Survivor Game podcast. If you would like to try your hand at Alliance, our applications are always open. You can find more information in the episode notes or by visiting alliancesseasons.com. Keep your eyes peeled for upcoming announcements related to our new season, Summit. And as always, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the same tonight. I know she'll never leave me, even as she fades from view. So long, farewell, I'll be the same as you. Nothing's really left or lost without a trace. Nothing's gone forever, only out of place. So long, farewell, oh, what I'll be to say. Wait a minute. Wait a minute.